Kink 101 is proud to present Deviant Discussions, where kinksters come together and put the Y in kink, with Diavol Diablo, Subtle Shadow, and Glass Girl. This is Deviant Discussions. Um, Alright, so what I do want to talk to you guys about is we're all pretty kinky, uh, I like to think. Um, I'm pretty sure we've established ourselves as kinksters at this point. Uh, So I wanted to know whether you think that kink is ever going to be the norm. You know, we refer to vanilla and things like that. But do you think that kink will ever like overtake vanilla as being what's normal in society? Hmm. It's an interesting question. I um. I guess I can go. Uh, I'll, I'll say that I think, I, I don't think that, okay, so kink by definition, or at least in my mind, is something that an individual considers outside of the norm and potentially as a society, there's collective uh, sets of morals and um, this, this collective uh, definition of what normal is when it comes to sex and I just, I can't in my mind imagine that kink itself will ever be in the mainstream. Um, there are types of kinks that I think are continuing to become, you know, more present, uh, especially after, uh, the atrocities of 50 shades of gray. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think, I've also noticed that kink is starting to appear in a lot more shows. I don't know if you guys watch Letterkenny, but Mm, I feel like it's one of um, a more kink positive show. Glass, I'm surprised you haven't seen Letterkenny. It's like, it's based in Canada. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, you have? Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Anyway, um, I guess, I guess that's my answer. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think that there are, aspects there are types of kinks that will become increasingly more mainstream and when i think of the types that there might be uh you know i think hmm, i would like to think that you know over time the rules at least in the states will change when it comes to like a spanking doesn't mean that you have to go to jail um (laughs) You know, like a <clears throat> consensual um, tying up of somebody doesn't mean that you go to jail. Like there's, a, there. I, I think that the laws will become, that the laws will follow that normality as people continue to grow and to be more open to things in this past, you know, decade there's been significant changes in terms of sexual freedom, especially in the United States. Um, that sex positive movement is huge. I mean, the um, place where I work is a pretty, pretty uh, well-known university and they have a group of kids on campus that have formed a BDSM education uh, mm-hmm. group. And that's, crazy to me. (laughs) I've never seen that anywhere else, but it's kind of encouraging that, you know, this younger generation is coming up. They're being raised by people who, um, I think as we, as we move forward, we'll continue to have more, um, acceptance of these different types of 
of sexuality. And uh, yeah, that's kind of my my take. Do you think that the media is helping uh, to sort of normalize having kinks or is because you mentioned this letter Kenny show and other shows that are adopting more kink is it helping or is it just maximizing on something that's increasing in popularity because hmm. I know that we all piss and moan and say that 50 shades of gray was like the worst sin against BDSM ever but it did help a lot of people come forward and say this is what I want from my sex life you know it helped a lot of it was the mommy porn generation that turned around and said I'm bored during sex and I want to be smacked around a little bit and yes it was difficult with the consent and the abuse and all of that jazz but it gave people a voice which I think is important to acknowledge that the media can help with that kind of thing but I wonder if because that was, I mean, what was that? 2015? We're quite far Ooh. down the line and there's still not that much kink in mainstream media. So is it that it's just cashing in on something that's popular or is it actually trying to progress the world and make it a more accepting society? What do you think? Well, I think that, I think that you know, like sexuality, you know, kink is really a spectrum. Um, so you've got, you know, you've got people who maybe do light spanking in the bedroom all the way who, all the way to like, you know, um, you know, having their, their breast nailed through or, you know, dungeon activity. Um, so I think, I think a lot of people might be more kinky than they think they are. Um, mm-hmm. I also think there might be a lack of knowledge that, that kink itself and the BDSM lifestyle, like there's a whole culture to it you know, they don't necessarily realize that it exists outside of the confines of the bedroom. Mm. Um, and, you know, speaking to what you said about, you know, society and, you know, the younger generation, there was a show that my son, who is an adult, um, and I were watching and um, it was a, a magician show and he was, you know, doing magic and, and talking to people at a club. And in the background there, um, there was uh, a, gay couple um one was dressed in leather as a puppy you know doing puppy oh, wow. play yeah and um this was kind of my first experience being beside my son watching something <laughs> kind of like just on in the background yeah um, or a scenario in the background and I kind of looked at him like oh <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and I was like um well and I started to explain it you know what uh-huh. it was and he's like mom um I know what that is that's puppy play you know? oh. oh my yeah and at the time he was <laughs> at the time he was 18 uh-huh. um so I think the younger generation you know have a lot better understanding and a lot and, um of what kink kink is mm-hmm. um yeah or at least that, like the buzzwords of kink that they can then go and research them if they mm-hmm. choose to I think uh, happens Absolutely. quite a lot yeah it's interesting that you mentioned like the spectrum of kinks and things like that because I find that a lot of the relationships that I've been in I've been the openly kinky one and they've always been well apart from one partner that I had but they've always been like no I'm not kinky I'm just normal <laughs> mm. and uh and then it turns out that they're not you know like you say they are kinkier than they think they are so I want to yeah. know if you guys have ever had that whole introducing Anila to kink and then you know whether or not you found out that they were actually kinky without them realizing or whether it was quite quite literally you know 
uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? Corrupting the Nillas. <laughs> uh, I've never been in that position before, actually. Um, I have had, you know, I, so my ex-husband and I explored, um, I, I guess you would say that I perverted him in a way, but it was very, in my mind, knowing what I know now, uh, for me at the time, it was very kinky, which was anal sex and, uh, getting spanked while I was being fucked, you know, like those are to me, like at the time they were very, very kinky activities and they still are in my mind, like on a level, um, in my personal life, I think that there's probably some other kinks that I've started doing, like, you know, beating somebody's ass raw. (laughs) There might be a little bit more, uh, you know, like, I don't want to say kinkier because I hate putting value statements on, on people's experiences. So I'm kind of sticking with my own. Um, but I was always into more stuff than what I told my ex. And I think for sure he loved the anal sex. Um, I think that he did the spanking to, uh, make me happy. Like, I don't know if he really was into it all that much. And, um, there's, it's almost like if they're doing it because to kind of like satiate the, it's appreciated, but I really found that I get so much more out of an experience when there's the enthusiastic consent, you know, not just, okay, I'll do this because, that good giving game uh, acronym, which still kind of annoys me. Uh, it creeps me the fuck out, I'll be honest. <laughs> and, you know, Dan Savage it coined it, which makes me uh, feel conflicted because I really like Dan Savage. But um, I, I guess for me, yes, I, he never knew I was very super kinky, but I did say, hey, you know, when you do that, it's really hot. <laughs> um. What about you? What about you, Glass? I have not corrupted any vanillas as of yet. Um, I mean, I (laughs) have on your to do list. (laughs) Totally on my to do list. As of yet, I I haven't. Yeah, hopeful listeners can apply. Um, (laughs) The, uh, (laughs) um, but I have, you know, had discussions with um, quote unquote like vanilla friends who Mm -hmm. have, you know, who have said that they're they're not kinky, and then proceed to tell me how they like. They do, and they're not kinky, but you know, mm-hmm. they do like being restrained. And you know, there was this one time where my partner peed on me, and like that. And so I just think mm. it's, you know, that maybe not awareness of what that is. You know, that maybe perhaps they have a picture in their mind of what maybe it's Christian Gray's red room. You know, like it's they're picturing that as being what kinky is, as opposed to mm. you know what two people might just consensually enjoy together. Um, mm. I think sometimes. When we think of BDSM and kink in general, we get a picture in our heads, you know, of dungeon and full latex and whips and chains and kink isn't, isn't just that, you know? I think actually it's interesting to know, I've probably encountered um, less people that are into the whole latex, dungeon-y, you know, leather harnesses, etc., I don't know that I've ever actually met someone that's into that side of things thinking about it. I've, I I probably have, but come into mind the people that I've actually interacted with the most aren't, they aren't that stereotypical kinkster. 
Mm-hmm. And I've never really thought about that before until you just said it now. That like that does seem to be what everyone expects, but it isn't Absolutely. actually what what you encounter unless you go to those dedicated spaces and those spaces do exist. Um, and and thinking about it, I think those are the only places that I've ever actually come across those those stereotypical cliches of kink almost that everyone Ooh, has. This and I think in porn of. as well. Oh yeah. god, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you. Um, you know, are searching up BDSM porn, it is very much like that stereotypical, you know, kind of, ex- I would call it more extreme, more intense side um, of BDSM and kink. Whereas I think a lot of porn, um, especially, you know, heteronormative porn, you're seeing, you know, partners spank each other and face fucking and like all those mm-hmm. things that, you know, really are a part of like what you would call mainstream kink, right? Yeah. Hmm. But they're not they're not categorized on on that on that porn site as being BDSM or kink. Right. Interesting. You know, um, going back to Dee Dee's question about how if the media is, you know, um, promoting the acceptance of kinks or capitalizing on it. I mean, the porn industry is a great example in my mind of capitalizing and also doing damage hundred <laughs> percent to, mm. to BDSM because, you know, you're talking about speaking of porn. I was just masturbating earlier today um, and was looking <laughs> As up one does. As one does. <laughs> I and I was looking up porn and I was like, so frustrated that I could not find anything that was just power exchange. Like I just wanted to watch a DS scene that did not involve, you know, the, Hogwarts looking dungeon of kink with like, <laughs> you know, the people in like the, the high definition, like crazy looking contraptions that are made of steel. And I mean, like, it's, it's fun to watch um, if I'm in the mood for that, but it's surprisingly very little there that it explores power exchange. And that's, um, unfortunate, like there's, there's this one video, uh, that I think actually is probably the most accurate representation and you guys are going to laugh, but if you go into uh porn hub and you type in harmonica gag, <laughs> I don't know dom- that I want to, <laughs> I don't know what I want to either. <laughs> this dom gave, he put a harmonic, he made a harmonica mouth gag and he put it on his submissive. <laughs> and tied her tied her up and was making her laugh and so whenever she tried to laugh she was breathing in and the harmonica would go and it's just they were just joking like they were just fucking around and it is so it's it was just such an authentic video like even though it was it, there to me there was nothing very you know nothing about it really turned me on necessarily at all uh except for how intimate their relationship was. And you could see how much they really cared about each other. And the fact that she was, she was willing to do something that was so utterly humiliating to post on, you know, hopefully she did consent to it being posted, but (laughs) um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just, it's stuff like that. Like you just don't really see, I mean, it's one video out of like millions and it's not even about, you know, the sexual aspects. It's just, uh, 
you know, um, it was showing the humanity like, oh, yeah, these are real people who are engaging in these activities, you know. So anyway, I love that. Yeah. Like the, the, when humanity is shown, you know, that you can mm-hmm. laugh during a scene and you can be goofy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I laugh all the time in the scenes. Um, but do you think that's because porn is directed to people that like they just want to come like, you know, guys right. just want to sit there and fap or whatever. And so <laughs> it's <Hate> that word <laughs> It's accurate, though. It, it, it just is. conjures the sound. And I hate I hate it. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So like that's what porn's designed for. And even if those videos of that more authentic experience existed out there, they would be incorrectly categorized as porn. So maybe they're Mm. just harder to find because it's ingrained in our mind that anything that's to do with that arousal comes under the porn category. And Mm. so I wonder if it's just a case of like, you know, poor indexing maybe. I don't know. Those videos must exist out there because plenty of people are doing that kind of thing. Right. Well, yeah. I, I suppose it's what you type in on Google to find it. Right. But it, mm. I want to I focus on this harmonica gag for a minute. Well, not, not literally <laughs> focus on the harmonica gag, but the, okay. uh, the, the principle of the harmonica <laughs> gag, because it sounds thoroughly traumatic to me. But That's um, <laughs> right. Like I would be like, no, <laughs> harmonica gags are hard limit. <laughs> I, I'm tempted to add it to my hard limits list right now, just as like a full <laughs> warning. And, and then people will ask me, what's a harmonica gag? And I'll have to explain it. So maybe not. Um, but no, I wanted to know like a, <laughs> be a whole new trend. Oh uh-huh. God. Yeah. Like really, I, I dread to think now that's the kind of thing that I probably would search for on Google as well. Anyway, right. I digress. Um, so a harmonica is classically up until this point in my life, I considered a harmonica to be quite an innocent, you know, ut- instrument, I guess. Yeah. An innocent instrument, but clearly it can be perverted in, in ways that I don't want to think about. Um, what is well, the most- also called a mouth organ? So that is true. That is it's true. <laughs> this is not that innocent after all, is it? Not innocent at all. Oh my goodness. At I that never point, thought about that. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm just gonna stick with harmonica and pretend <laughs> that it's innocent. Uh, because <laughs> my life was more simple about 15 minutes ago. Uh, that is my that's a great quote. And my I say that probably every time I scroll through born my life was 15 minutes minutes ago yeah Uh, well okay so anyway the question that I wanted to ask is what is the most innocent thing that you've perverted in your time as a kinkster or even before that Mm. Uh, I know that one of the big ones is like ladles and uh like kitchen utensils clearly harmonica ladle a ladle yeah why not have you used a ladle have my balls used it i don't do impact play like i'm the worst person to answer this question i can't imagine hitting somebody with a ladle okay i could right. hit them with a spoon no you see it's in right tv show you there is this story about a red ladle <laughs> and how she likes to be spanked with it and it turns out that she didn't actually like to be spanked with it it reminded her of her dad which I suppose is no less creepy, but uh, yeah. So they used a ladle. A ladle can be used if people <laughs> would like to submit video evidence. Then Shadow can use it as porn. Wait. So you're saying maybe this is like a UK US? Yeah, I was going to say is it- a, a ladle here is a spoon that is curved upwards and it's used for getting soup, like you. Yeah, like a punch bowl. Yeah, that's a ladle. Okay. 
Why? Wow. What are you? All what right. You, I, I'm saying. No, I'm I mean, f- that's what I was thinking. I just can't. I, sure. I, I'm sure it probably hurts if you hit somebody with that. I don't know. Depending I mean, it's got an interesting, use. it's got an interesting <laughs> surface area with the curve of it. Like it's going to get deeper into your muscles, surely. Depending on how, yeah. Oh. And if not, you can do some gentle cupping on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, what could you scoop with it? Oh, I God. don't. I don't want to think about what you could scoop. No, no, I have a mental picture. No. <laughs> I want to move away from the ladle and talk about other things that were innocent <laughs> until someone corrupted them. Never look at a ladle the same. <laughs> um, I can say one that. Well, it's not something I've used, but it's been used on me, uh, was a trailer hitch. Do you know what a trailer hitch is? I'm English. Like I'm not ball. stupid. <laughs> yes, I know what a trailer hitch is. All I right. need you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the ball part of it, he hit me with. And I wanted to just try it to see how it felt. And it was very thuddy. And it felt amazing. And it left, it left very um, significant bruises. But yeah, so trailer hitch. How? On How me. does one swing a trailer hitch? Well, you don't really, he didn't really swing it. It was more. Um, Did he like ram his caravan into you? <laughs> no, it was taken off. He was holding it. It was kind of like it was, um, it was almost like he tapped it. But it was, you know, you don't have to tap very hard with a freaking trailer hitch. Um, it's so hard to explain. So, like, so the ball part was what was hitting me. The the top of the ball where the hitch is where the hitch goes in. Okay. Or over. Maybe I don't know how to but describe the trailer hitch. Possible. Is that not the same as the ladle? Or would the no. ladle be the bit that fit? So you're thinking of like the opposite of the ladle. Like a ladle would fit over the top of a trailer hitch if it was the yes. right thing. So you're thinking yes. of like the bit that would fit into the scoop of the ladle, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I suppose that's kind of like, you know, uh, a wrench or something like that. They have. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. A uh, trailer hitch, though. I mean, the image that comes to mind when someone says, I did impact play with a trailer hitch. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That does yeah, sound like you got run down. One. I got a little bit of a bragging right on that one. He had a lot of pervertibles. <laughs> he also had a sledgehammer, which was fun. See, now that I'd, I'd probably, I'd go for that. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't, I mean, he wasn't even swinging it. It was just like a little tap tap. And I was like, oh my God, bruises forever. <laughs> <laughs> you should get that on a t-shirt. Bruises forever. <laughs> bruises forever. Tap tap. Don't forget the tap tap part. Like, tap tap. <laughs> Tap tap on the front. Yep. Bruises forever on the back. Oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> what about oh, you? Glass? on a Kink 101 t shirt. Oh my yes. God. I'm very tempted. I'm very tempted indeed. Special edition tap tap. <laughs> Give a little tap uh, So, yeah, what about you, Glass? What have you perverted? Um, not anything as exciting as a ladle um, <laughs> <laughs> or trailer hitch. Maybe, I think, you know, things that are kind of normally perverted like clothespins um like clothes pegs clothespins like wooden spoon um strapping like a vibrator to like a big teddy bear and riding it um oh, fuck me that sounds hot 
that, that sounds like the kind of video that I definitely want to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have video of it, but um, I'm happy to share all the lure details of it. But yes. Um, <laughs> so, so that's probably the, the, the most kind of what I would say, quote unquote, innocent thing I've mm. kind of perverted is the teddy bear for sure. Yeah. Teddy bears were kind of any kind of stuffed animal in my uh, early years. Mm-hmm. was kind of a go-to yep um i i don't know if i'm disturbed or intrigued by this teddy bears i mean well their uh, nose their face is is harder you know than yep. the rest of their body it's a little bit more firm so you can just like put it on you know <laughs> straddle their face essentially <laughs> oh my god like yeah. i have so many cuddly toys and I oh. i don't know that i've ever been intimate with one of them oh my dd i think that like dry dry humping like you know humping Mm -hmm. an object humping a pillow or teddy bear is completely underrated like people don't talk about that but it's hot and effective and i was i was really ashamed that i did it for a long time um and i saw some interview with a celebrity who was talking about doing it (laughs) and i was like oh Okay, so other people have done this with their animals and pillows and stuffed animals and pillows. So I've seen a video of someone who had like one of those really big oversized ones, like mm. huge, like a, you know, like the really big teddies, mm-hmm. and she strapped a dildo, dildo to it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god! I kind of I want to see that too. Heck, <laughs> it's I on that. I, there's no doubt in my mind you could find some dry humping of teddy bears on any porn site you wanted to look at. Maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm. Te- I, I mean, if we're talking about what's the most innocent thing that you've perverted, I don't know that it gets any more innocent than a teddy. <laughs> like genuinely, I think someone is going to have to go a fucking long way to beat humping a teddy bear in my mind. What else have I done? Does that mean I'm like super perverted then? That means that you are probably the most perverted person I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, good grief. Like I'm the most perverted person DD knows. Yes. Yeah. Oh, teddy bears. I'm I'm writing a note. Teddy bears. I got to feature that somewhere. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. Kink 101 is never going to be the same again. I'm just going to feature teddy bears on every page. <laughs> And hey, we should we should add that to our gift store. Oh my god, the teddy bear! Oh, no, no, I don't want a teddy bear because I know what's going to happen to the poor thing. <laughs> well, we could do like, and it could be brand on brand and colors. Uh huh. <laughs> Little kink one hundred and one on the on the foot. Oh my god! Well, you guys did say that you wanted to maybe start making custom toys, so we'll just go down the teddy bear yes. route. Yes, <laughs> teddy bears and ladles. Let's get ladles out there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Who needs a t shirt? Cooking utensils. utensils. (laughs) There's ladles and trailer hitches. Oh my. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, dear me. Thanks for joining us this week. If you'd like to know more about kink and BDSM, or if you have your own adventure to share, please visit kink101.com. That's K Y N K. 101.com because we put the Y in King.